When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, decoms, and music, the time machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Machine podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Becca got her hair did. <laughs> Can you tell a difference? I do. I did. I was going to wait until we were on a public forum <laughs> to comment on it. You're going to wait to compliment me until everyone can hear? Of course. Wow. Because it's like um, if a tree falls with no one around, does it make a noise? It does. Well, if I don't compliment you with people to hear, does it really matter? I'm a person, and I heard. <laughs> to somebody. To we are somebody. here. We are here. We are here. We are here. Yeah, I just, like, I kind of realized that it's been, like, six-ish years since I've done anything different with my hair. Like, I just kind of go in and do the same thing. If anybody doesn't know, I'm a natural blonde. Yeah, and it's kind of crazy because, like, Becca's hair right now is neon green with like <laughs> it's shaved except for like three parts in her hair and they're all braided i got um, a hidden mickey shaved in the back of my head in honor of once upon a studio right so it's really like <laughs> i did not yeah. it's very subtle i got like a little bit of red added to my brunette you- <laughs> there, but was i was fun. just saying it's weird because i like a lot of people don't know that about me because it's I've been a brunette for so long, but I'm a natural blonde. And the reason I'm not a blonde anymore is because I dyed my hair blue over the summer one year. And that blue said, I'm not going anywhere. Is that, and we just couldn't is, get it out of my hair. So Is that the reason why? <laughs> yes. Oh, I had no idea. Why. No, I did not. I grew to like it. But that day I left the salon, I cried. I was like, it's over for me. You're like, but blondes have more fun. Do That's, they have more I fun? I literally was like, I don't know. I, I think my life has been considerably better these past few years. I will say, um, it is like, because you've been, you've had brown hair for so long. I know. It is weird looking at old photos with your blonde hair. Because it wasn't just like, you were blonde, blonde. Like, yeah. Blonde. Uh, <laughs> you know, because some like, like my hair, I guess you consider blonde. But it's not, you know, like yours was, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, I would get it like dyed here and there because there's some photos of me from like early college. My hair is like yellow. Like it's crazy. You said ye- I don't you recognize said that person. And then you said yellow <laughs> to the hair dye. Well, <laughs> why don't you tell particular... everybody? Wait, I don't think we've what? established why you dyed your hair blue. <laughs> because I love Paramore. Oh, and... That was I... around the time that Good Dye Young, like Haley Williams Dye Company, was like coming out. And I wanted, to, I had always wanted to dye my hair and I wanted to do it while I was still in college and not like out in the working world because I thought I wouldn't get a job. But I had been cast in our senior musical, so I had to look like a normal person again by the time school started. So I dyed my hair in like May and it was supposed to be lilac. I was going for like a lilac purple, but it was blue. And I ended up going to the salon to like get it. A little bit more evened out. So there was multiple dyes in my hair. And I was like blue, green for like three months. And then like August came around. It was time to go back to school. So we were trying to bleach it back out. And it was just not coming all the way out. My hair looked like seawater and dookie for like three days in between appointments. I was so stressed. Were you wearing hats? And then it got to the point where they were just like, your hair is like, because I have thin hair anyway. And it was just like, your hair is not really going to survive more bleaching this out. And I didn't really know going into it that, like, blue is notoriously the hardest color to get out of your hair if you dye your hair. Yeah. So I went brown. Well, it suits you. 
Yeah, I vibe with it now. Either either color suits you. Well, in other cosmetic Gee, things, I had to get shots in my face on Friday. Huh? You heard me. I went to the doctor. You always choose to drop the most shocking news after just letting me like giggle my giggle and kick my feet for like three minutes. It's just like, have you ever, um, like when Kelly Ripa released her book about behind, like just of her life, and it was her and Regis weren't as close off camera as they were on camera because yeah. Regis was like, we have to save it for the camera. Like, I don't really want to, we shouldn't talk. I we need to save, which I get, because like ha- the f- the first like forty five minutes of that show is just them talking about what they did on the weekend and yada yada yada. Um, I thought I texted you that I went to the doctor and they put a little needle in our in on my face. Um, it's supposed to cool down my face. Um, because I am having like some sort of inflammation. Thank goodness this is a podcast medium, so no one. Can be scared by the ogre who's on this screen. Well, it's Halloween time. You're right. So it's a costume. You can get away with it. They're like, Hunter, it's November 30th. They're like, those pustules look so real. All right. Well, I think it's time to get into a little slim pickings of Disney 411, <laughs> shall we? Disney 411. So. Of course, every time like it gets towards the end of the year or the holidays, the stories tend to be a little slim. Well, we also still have all of the actors on strike, right, like unable to promote thing. anything. So we're relying on musicians solely. Miley is back in hiding. The Jonas Brothers are like on their routine. Yeah. Selena Gomez is just making TikToks. So like, we're just <laughs> we're just seeing what's up. Um, but you know what? Let's just talk about what some things. So some of these stories are a little Disney adjacent. Some are Disney, Disney, like Disney proper, Disney proper love. Um, anyway, enough chit chat. Let's get into it. Um, all right. First story is like Britney Spears, her memoir, The Woman and Me is yes. coming out. And little excerpts from some chapters are coming out about her and her relationship with Justin Timberlake and all that stuff. Which she um, has already ended him with, like, two sentences. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think of this, the memoir itself, the Britney Spears? Will you be reading? Will you just be reading what's online? I might be reading. Really? Um, I, yeah, I just, this is, like, a very interesting story. And there, there's so much that we don't know or that we maybe have framed in a certain light that is just i feel like this could change a lot do you think do you or are you going to listen to the audiobook with michelle williams <laughs> michelle williams michelle williams is narrating the audiobook that i did not know i think britney spears is just doing the introduction and then michelle williams is doing the rest is that weird that is <laughs> She, I think, like this statement bizarre. was like it. It was. It will be too hard to read all the chapters. I mean, that's um, fair. But Michelle Williams is so interesting. Yeah, that's that's a pick. And if anyone's wondering, love her. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, like, wait, why are you reporting about Britney Spears? Um, Britney Spears was a musketeer, so it counts. Okay, it counts. We talked um, about Britney on the we pod we before. have before. I think we, we had a news story when her documentary came out a few years ago. Oh, yeah, the free Britney stuff. The, the Hulu yes. thing, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, we did. Um, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. My thing is, people are already excited for the book and are probably going to get it. Why are you, like, putting out some of the juiciest stuff before? I'm I sure know. there's plenty of juicy things. But that got it's not just with this book. It happens with a lot of celebrity memoirs. Um that they release all the juicy stuff to get people to buy it, obviously. Um, and maybe that's the way because Britney Spears isn't promoting this. She's not doing any press for it. So this is their way of getting people interested. But yeah. I definitely don't think you needed... Because talk about, like, the bomb. Like, if they're like, you have to read it. We're not telling you anything about it. That'd be, but, you know, it is... Now everyone's aware when it's coming out, I think, for sure. Um, oh, definitely. Because I was like, oh, it is. 
I would like to see her doing an interview, but she doesn't need to do one. Now, another person that has a memoir out that's the Jada Pickett Smith of it all. This is nothing to have anything, but <laughs> it's just interesting. <laughs> what Jada Pickett mem- Smith has a memoir out? That's why she's been in the news. And doing I, that's the- why all that stuff's been coming out. <laughs> Oh, the only thing I've been seeing in the news was that her and Will, like, haven't actually been married for the last, like, seven years. That was, that's one of the expert excerpts from the book. Um, okay. I she's didn't do- know that. Yeah. Does she, does, has anyone read and can confirm whether she writes about her time voicing Gloria for the Madagascar films? I don't know. I would love to know about that. Maybe, you'll have, maybe that's one of the juiciest parts that you'll have to see, you'll have to read for yourself. Because she worked with Chris Rock. I mean, who's to say if they were ever in the studio at the same time? Because you know the nature of voice work. But I didn't even I didn't even put that together. Yeah, Chris Rock was Marty, and she was Gloria. Gosh, and Will Smith was in Shark Tale. Yeah. So the slap. They all had DreamWorks the- checks in their pocket. Dang. <laughs> Something's going on in the DreamWorks. World. The little DreamWorks boy on the moon is like, keep my studio's name out <laughs> your mouth. <laughs> That's why he's in the moon. He has a hook. Okay. <laughs> he needs to reel them in. Uh, anyway, speaking of reeling things in, our final story is just some Disney proper news about some live action remakes rumored to be in the works. I am so tired of hearing news like this well are you ready for it yes so we have on the docket for live action remakes we have tangled the princess and the frog tarzan and frozen help Help. we need we need break me out of this place we need to be released from this. Every time they put out footage for one of these, it looks so like dark and dingy and grainy and gross. Like what well, the Peter Pan one that came out this year? Who even remembers that? Yeah, and not to promote The Little Mermaid, but I watched a little bit of it on Disney Plus. I turned it off after the first like twenty minutes. Oh really? Boring. Yeah, I didn't even get through it. Well, also, I, what? not to promote Haunted Mansion either, but I watched that and ooh, it was bad. It was bad. But Danny it DeVito. It was bad, y'all. Danny DeVito is, is expected to reprise his role as Phil in the live action Hercules. I'm tired. I don't care anymore. Okay, if you had to they cast. Got, they, they got James Earl Jones and Beyonce for The Lion King and that was like the worst thing ever. If you had to cast Tangled, Rapunzel, who would it be? I won't. Okay. If you had to cast Tarzan, <sighs> who would it be? Jason Momoa. As Tarzan? Yeah. Do you want okay. him to be the ape instead? <laughs> no. We didn't even talk I about that. There's, say... there's a live action Moana in the works. Did we know this? Yes. And. They're filming, or they were filming, it's on pause at the moment, the live-action Lilo and Stitch, which that will be terrifying. I don't want... I saw a post today that uh, of somebody talking about the Once Upon a Studio thing and how like great that is and how much everybody's loving it, and saying, like, it's so weird of you to release this like beautiful thing that's this amazing tribute to your animation studio, all the while releasing constant, ugly, awful live-action remakes... That are just essentially like saying that, uh, that are just like trying to be this new version of this original thing that's already great. And well, that they will it's... make money off of for the rest of time. Like they don't need to be doing all this. Um, and well, I'm it's just one of those right things. Now. Well, it's just one of those things where you watch it and then all you want to do while you watch it is like, oh, this reminds You want to go back and watch the old one. Yeah. And it's literally copy and paste. Yeah. Like, same costume, same song, same everything. Well, then they always add a new original song so they can get an Oscar nomination. They need to start making uh, animated versions of live-action movies. 
of live action Disney movies. Right. Can, where's my animated version of the Apple Dumpling Gang? Right. Where's my animated Remember the Titans? I need a 2D Denzel Washington <laughs> to give me a more a motivated speech as I enter the football field and a anyway. young animated Hayden Panettiere cheering a song. <laughs> Disney is a mega villain right now, so. Yeah. So poo poo on them. What can I say? Poo poo, I say. A poo poo. And that's all the 401 we have. Sorry to end it on a poo poo note, but <laughs> Disney, stop making live action remakes. I know. Well, speaking of poo-poo on Disney, um, we are trudging right along with the month of Fright's Feuds edition. We've given you From Enemies to Enemies with Hilary Duff and Lindsay Lohan. We've given you From Co-Stars to Cat Claws Out with the Cheetah Girls. And this week we are giving you Friends to... Foes. Enemies to Friends to... What are we? This is the ultimate what are we story. Literally, literally. Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. Where to, what to say, what to say about Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez. What to say? I'll say it. Stream one and the same. It's a banger. This is just what happens when you monetize friendship. Exactly. It's so everyone knows Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato met on the set of Barney, and that's where their friendship flourished up until they moved from Barney to Mickey Mouse. And I think Disney had their sights set on hey, they're friends, and now the public knows they're friends. Yeah, so let's milk that for what we can. You could not turn a corner in 2008 or 2009 without Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez hugging each other and giggling and being all in your face. It was just it was like everywhere. The, it became part of their brand was them I being friends. I mean, that's friends. literally why we got Princess Protection Program. Oh, yeah. There was, <laughs> they, they're literally like, we need Selena and Demi because they couldn't do a show together because they already had their other things going on. So they had to do a decom because that was the only thing they they could because they were going to do an album together. We could um, have gotten a duets album. A duets album. <laughs> Give me Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, but with Demi Lovato and <laughs> Selena Gomez. <gasps> like a jazz album. Like, si- anyway, like this, Simon this and Garfunkel. Story- this story technically begins in 1992 when both of them are born within a month of each other. <laughs> not not cradle to grave story we're doing today. <laughs> womb to tomb. As womb they say. to tomb. I mean, they didn't know each other that early, but they were born a month apart in the same year, both in Texas, which is crazy. Well, well. You know, Barney is shot in Texas. I just want to throw that out there, that Barney was shot in Texas. I just think it's funny. (laughs) Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Yeehaw, Barney! Why was it Barney a horse? So from 2002 to 2004, like we said, Demi and Selena were on Barney and Friends together. And in interviews where Demi Lovato's mom has spoken about their friendship, I don't, I don't know why. Does anyone know why Demi Lovato's mom was being interviewed? I don't know. Just because probably maybe she was at but, a Demi Lovato event. <laughs> with her talking about like how they met, she said that um, because they were both like in the same area, that they were auditioning for a lot of the same roles around the same time as well. So they would run into each other a lot, starring together on Barney at the same time. But there seems to be a discrepancy about these early years because, of course, most of the interviews that you see, they're like, we've known each other since we were seven. We've been besties for so long. We would always hang out when we were kids. But there is an interview where Selena Gomez says that she has known Demi since she was 13. And then she kind of corrects herself. She's like, wait, but I mean, no, since we were seven. So people have said that this probably means that they didn't really become friends until they were 13. And there's some speculation out there, unverified. A lot of the information that we got is from a, quote, source, 
which is just like screenshots of old texts and things. But this source has kind of said that Selena's mother would like force her to hang out with Demi and they would only hang out at like family functions. And they were like friends in the way that kids are like friends with somebody, but not really. Yeah. I and mean, they didn't really become friends, friends until they were on Disney Channel together. I mean, I think I think two things can be true at the same time, you know? Yeah. I think they were, they became, like you said, best friends by the time they got on Disney, but they were friends when they were kids. <laughs> like, in my mind now hearing that, Demi is, like, the kid that Selena thought was, like, kind of weird. And, like, she was like, yeah, I mean, she's fine, but, like, my mom makes me invite her over. And then Demi, like, grows up and they just have more in common. And, like, it just is a friendship that becomes yeah closer kind of quickly. Yeah. Because, like, what are the odds... You're you someone you've known since you were seven is literally doing the exact same thing you are doing. Like as, Exactly. Like it's very what like a one in a million chance that Demi Lovato like it's just very odd that yeah. the stars align to them and and I think it's different when like, yeah, we have celebrities who are famous and you realize, oh, these two went to high school together, or these two went, but it's all like pre-fame, and then they got famous maybe at different times, and they're like, yeah, we were like a couple grades, but we kind of hung out in the same circles or something like that, you know. But this is like, de- yeah. like they had the exact same path. They went born in Texas, went to Barney. They Literally. were both like famous at the basically exact same time. Yeah, it's very. They had like very similar and you may be right that they got closer because disney was like there is an angle here that we can gravitate towards it could have also just been one of those things where they like run into each other on the disney set and they're like oh we should catch up and they catch up and it like goes well and obviously if they're experiencing basically the exact same career path at the exact same time it makes sense that they would be as close yeah. as they I'm were. Sure they, I'm sure they regardless got Regardless of whether or not it was forced on by the cameras and, and I'm sure they got closer the as they got older. For sure. Yeah. So in January 2008, they make their first vlog together. And that was a big and deal. They make history. Because all like all of these vlogs are still up. They all have at this point like anywhere from probably like fifteen to twenty million views apiece. Mm-hmm. there's an old one of selena gomez just by herself going like i miss demi lovato i miss her <laughs> <laughs> and they obviously we've talked about them and they're vlogging a smidgen, a smidgen ago in our episode about miley cyrus's <laughs> miley cyrus and selena gomez's feud but yeah they were just like this pure giggly bestie couple that everybody just couldn't get enough of they loved their videos they loved seeing them together at 2008 to 2009 is like the era of demi lovato and selena gomez yeah and it came out recently that selena gomez turned down camp rock so she so demi lovato could get it okay altruism you know what i mean (laughs) Okay, pay it forward. But I think they were like both auditioning or she knew Demi Lovato was auditioning. That's interesting. Remember, because David DeLuise said that on the Wizards pod. Oh, yeah, that's right. So well, that- they did get their chance to be in a decom together, as we were saying, in 2009 with Princess Protection Program. They were all over the teen mags and the outlets doing bestie interviews. They had a song, one in the same, that they did for the movie they're together in the music video there's a behind the scenes of the music video with the most awkward interview i've ever seen really even more awkward than when all those little teens were interviewing miley cyrus (laughs) i just thought it was so awkward because the guy is standing behind debbie and selena while they're in like those director's chairs like chilling and he's like isn't it weird that i'm standing behind you (laughs) and they both like they don't know where to look He's, like, trying to pass the mic between both of them. And Demi is, like, Selena will answer first. And Demi will just be, like, yeah, I mean, exactly what she said. And I would say it to the camera if I knew which camera to look at. (laughs) (laughs) But They're both so, like, oh, what is going on? And the interview is just your basic, isn't it? You guys grew up together. 
could you guys believe that now you're starring your own decom and singing a song on your how on many soundtrack? times do you think they got asked that question oh it's probably so many that they're like isn't it crazy because we also watched when they did a people magazine cover um about demi lovato and selena gomez that they did a friendship test yeah and they they they're like what's your favorite color what do you guys like to do that kind of stuff um they chose different boys <laughs> in a question of robert pattinson or zach efron selena said zach efron demi said robert and they both agreed on and kelly they were like clarkson. oh they love each other so much they like won't even choose the same boy they both agreed on kelly clarkson they love kelly who doesn't because you texted me he <laughs> said not them bringing kelly into this so kelly is in the feud is <laughs> it's can we shock her up to most random player or is it they too have soon? footage in this video which by the way this video's comment section their friendship tests are just full of people from like seven or eight years ago saying like you guys please everyone tag them in this and get them to watch it so they can remember what good <laughs> friends they were <laughs> guys get a grip <laughs> get a grip i think we'll get into it later too but with this friendship being so in your face and so monetized and almost like the only thing you knew about either one of them was that like they were besties yeah for them to have very minor growths and change and moments of growing apart in their friendship these things are just like blown to a thousand and like magnified by the public it's kind of like when celebrities when they're when it's a couple that um, they base their celebrity on their relationship, you're just kind of mm-hmm. like, uh-oh. There's footage of them in that video of their friendship test as well, like holding hands, walking down the beach. Demi is dressed in the most 2009 thing ever. She has a shirt on that says, I triangle Paris. It's like a triangle what instead that of a heart. And it says, I, I triangle Paris. And she's got on like a fedora. It's It's very like... Cobra Starship scene, kid era. They said in another interview too, I think this was around the time that Selena had dated Nick briefly and Demi had dated Joe briefly, but they weren't dating anymore. And they were interviewed about shooting the one in the same music video. And Demi said they thought it was cool that it was Valentine's Day, quote, and we're shooting a video about girl power. We don't need boys. Like, we're both single, Gomez added. I think it's nice we can kind of share that with our fans. It's like, this is what we normally do. Hmm. I they were for- shading those curly-haired boys. <laughs> I forget that the Jonas Brothers always come up in all these Disney Channel They're breakdowns. always one step behind. Every single. And we for And you know, which is, what is strange is Miley is in this situation somewhat there's a bigger person who gets into the middle of Demi and Selena that caused much more waves than Miley ever did and she is kicking down the door with her cowboy boots and her big blonde curly hair and the teardrops on her guitar yeah I just I because like reading all these articles because if you type in Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato friendship there's so many articles breaking it all down and I'm so surprised how little Miley is mentioned in it. Miley is really only mentioned a few times, and it's mostly by Demi, and it's about, like, how good of friends they are. And I think that's when, that's when like, Selena and her maybe were getting um, a little yeah. more, drifted more so apart. So we're, we're getting out of hunky-dory territory. And it's interesting to note, too, that... This is around like early, like late 2009, early 2010 that we're in now. Demi Lovato and Taylor Swift were spotted together multiple times in 2009, including at the Hannah Montana premiere. Yeah. So I guess it's just like that weird moment where you and your bestie are like kind of sort of friends with the same person. And then the bestie gets like really close to that person. Well, do you know how off putting? Do you know how Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift became best friends? No, I don't think they were on a double date with with Nicholas with Nicholas and Joseph Jonas and Josepher <laughs> Josepher Jonas ah! and that's how Selena and Demi not yeah Selena and Taylor Swift met and they've been friends ever since 
I don't wonder if Taylor Swift has like a Jonas X group chat that with... she like just added Sophie Turner to. <laughs> right. It's like <laughs> all like Demi, Selena, Miley, Sophie. <laughs> Sophie Turner has added been added to the group and they're all they're like, like, hey, hey welcome. So, so there is a lot of um alleged there is an alleged incident that uh, this is totally unverified. But if you know, in January 2010, Demi is signing autographs. Somebody says, Demi, Demi, how's Selena? And she goes, ask Taylor. I remember moment. that <laughs> that everyone was like, oh, and this is just, <laughs> we all know. It's just like so funny looking back at all this stuff and seeing the through line of, oh, this is kind of how they still act now. But the 16-year-old version of that. Like exactly. this is Demi Lovato when she called out the bakery. Hunter has said before, and I don't know that I 100% agree with this for everybody, but I think it, it's true for a lot of these like Disney Channel people and people that get famous, especially when they're like in their teens. That they kind of just, like, stay that age mentally. And, like, they can grow and change and, like, maybe eventually grow out of that. But it just seems like a lot of the ways that, like, people will act in the media is very... Yeah. Yeah, like... It just feels like that. I mean, it just... If you look back at all the child stars, it kind of makes sense. Um, But, yes. When Miss Taylor Swift entered the building, that's when things really started to shake up she shake it up shake it off shake all it that. off so the the alleged incident that i was referring to is um this may or may not have happened we don't really know but basically what is alluded to having had happened is selena was hanging out with taylor swift and some of her other friends and selena's mom asked why demi wasn't there why she hadn't seen much of demi lately and Selena was kind of just like, oh, well, she's always complaining about something and she's very giddy and she's always in your face. And I just like, I don't want to have her around these friends. And like, she's always calling me. And then Demi's phone rings. Allegedly, I'm saying allegedly over and over again, just like to reinforce this. But allegedly, Taylor Swift answers the phone <laughs> and says, Selena's kind of busy right now. She can't talk. They try to hand the phone to Selena, and Selena's like, I can't, I can't, I'll laugh. And somebody else that they were hanging out with said, Selena doesn't like you anymore, sorry, and hung up the phone on Demi. And in 2010, Demi Lovato was interviewed with Girls Life magazine, and Lovato talked about her relationship with Selena and how they have grown apart. She also threw some not-so-subtle shade, suggesting that Gomez wasn't a true friend. This, this was in June 2010, and Ask Taylor was in January 2010. Yes. So this is the quote from Demi Lovato. We're both busy, and I wish the best for her. True friends don't let their friends or family be mean to you. If you can't trust somebody, you can't be friends with them. <laughs> Which What's this happening? kind of, that doesn't confirm the story, but it seems like Something may have happened where somebody that Selena was close with was not very nice to Demi. Yeah. And then in the same interview, uh, Demi says that Miley is the person she can always text during a crisis. <laughs> and then Rihanna said, nobody text me in a crisis. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're grounded for that. Go to your uh, room. <laughs> <laughs> so I think like now we're getting into when they have graduated because we always say, at especially this era of Disney Channel, was definitely Disney Channel High School. What do you, because I know Miley was like, well, Demi and Selena are close. What am I supposed to do? Miley was too busy doing her own thing to hang out with them. Um, and then around 2010, 2011 is kind of when um, they really start going on their separate paths. The Ask Taylor thing did not help. No, all, as so twenty ten twenty eleven is also you know Demi's first entrance into rehab. Like that's kind of when she starts having her first like sort of public meltdown, if you will. Um, apparently, in October twenty ten, a lot of people reached out to Demi to see if she was okay, 
Those people included Nick Jonas, Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, and Selena. Yeah, she said, Taylor Swift sent me an email saying, hey, I don't know if you have a phone right now, but are you okay? What is Taylor, What is up with Taylor Swift and phones? <laughs> um, she I said, got a carrier pigeon from Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, she goes, Nick especially, he's always been there for me. Lovato recalled the friends who showed up for her and Selena because she called me crying when I was in there and was just so worried. I was like, look, I should be the one crying. It's all good. But she was so worried and ever since we've gotten closer. And then so, so it seemed like 2010 to 2011, like after that all happens, Demi and Selena are becoming closer. They're spotted together at a few award shows doing their same like their signature, their signature like they had like they're a back signature to, They're back to back with the arms or the like one of them hugging the other around the neck or like the two poses yeah. you always, always see them in. So it seems like they're kind of in like their their makeup era. Like they're not nearly as close as they once were. <laughs> their makeup but era. They're, Makeup. Make it's it just up. funny. It's just funny <laughs> what you said. Well, um, and Demi Lovato, in an interview that year as well, said something that a lot of people think was shading Miss Swift. She said, a lot of celebrities don't open up to their fans. They just tell them what they want to hear. They don't really tell them things that can benefit their lives. They just, you know, maybe flaunt around a boyfriend and sell a couple of albums. That's not what my career is about. And this, is, this will not be the last time Demi Lovato <laughs> shades Taylor Swift. Well, of course not. I mean, it was the thing to do, I feel. Like, from, like, 2011 to, like, 2018, almost, it was, like, a thing to hate on Taylor Swift. Yeah. And And now it's, like, nobody can imagine hating Taylor Swift, and it's crazy, like, the complete 180 that she did. Like, a lover or hater, the woman is smart about her career. Like, you can't deny. Taylor Swift is a smart businesswoman. You know? Yes. She, She plays... She plays what? What is it? What is that? What is that term? She plays checkers, not chess, or is it? The, or is it chess, not checkers? Chess, not checkers. She um, puts the T S in capitalist. <laughs> but all the while, T Swift has entered. T- Taylor Swift has been there, and but then we have a little floppy-haired little pop star who's also making a return, a, a turn in their lives. He was saying, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> now we have Justin Bieber on the line. And we'll, nothing really right now between Selena, Demi, Justin, but just keep that in the, in the front of your mind. That in this timeline, Justin Bieber has now entered Selena Gomez's life. And we all know how mm-hmm. that turned out. But in 2013, that's when, um, like, Selena and Demi were putting out post Disney stuff. Um, it was "Come and Get It" was her song. Was I forget what songs they were, but you know that time. And Selena Gomez uh, was on an interview, and they asked, "Like, isn't it crazy that you and Demi are putting out songs at the same time again?" And Selena goes, "Yeah, we've been through a lot together. We've had periods of time where, like, we grew apart. We just didn't really talk. But now we're in a place where I think we realize that life is so short, and that when you have people in your life that love you so much then you should always be around for them oh this is actually demi talking about selena sorry she's going Mm -hmm. to be a big sister and i want to be around for that so every everything about her she has she has a great soul she's talented she's beautiful and she will always be really really close to my heart um not talking every single day doesn't invalidate the friendship at all you know when you can pick up with someone right where you left off uh, and that was when demi lovato was the judge on the x factor and selena gomez performed on the X Factor, and they took a nice little photo together. Um, Which Selena was like, this is what forever looks like. Like, this is what it truly yeah. is. And then Selena. Also, in that same year, in 2013, since you mentioned the X Factor, while Demi was serving as a judge, somebody auditioned with As Long As You Love Me by Justin Bieber. And Demi commented, well, finally, someone can sing that song the way it was meant to be sung. She think, hates the bees. Well, I think that's because she was on Selena's side at the moment. Well, yeah, of course. Because the tide shift with Demi and, Sel- Demi and Bieber's relationship. Yeah. And Selena. It's and- interesting how this era 
Demi and Selena were basically doing what Miley and Selena do now, which is post supportively about each other on the internet. Yeah. And Selena went to say about Demi is as I, Demi's very strong. She's the only person that I would tell the deepest, darkest secrets to the only person. And she also acknowledged not always being there for Demi as her friend um, during her first battle with when she went to rehab in 2010. And she goes, I've known her since we were seven. We did fall apart for a while. She was going through things and I was so young and it was confusing. I processed it. I processed it saying, okay, I don't understand what she's going through. So I'm just going to do this. I don't think it was fair. And I'm happy that I can have her back in my life. I feel like we're, we're all given what we can handle. And clearly someone thought she could handle so much and she could, and she did. She's incredible for that. I couldn't imagine going through some of those things she went through. And the fact that she is who she is today is insane. She's one of my inspirations. So all's well on the Selena and Demi forefront after having like a weird fallout. And it's like, it's again, it's like, it's again with, with like years of, they're always pictured together, music videos, movies together. And all of a sudden, like they're not, obviously that's going to be the biggest question. It's like when the cast doesn't reunite, you're like, when are you guys going to get together? You're like, oh, we just kind of work together. Yeah, I think it makes sense for Demi's first, like, kind of turmoil to have broken them apart because Selena was very young and also going through a period of time where, like, her image is very, very important mm-hmm. to upkeep and she just doesn't understand that. So I get where she's coming from. Um, Selena was also, I think, going through, like, a secret rehab stint at yeah. this time, which Demi was supposedly kind of there for her for Demi FaceTimed Selena Gomez while she was with Taylor Swift at some point during this era as well, which is so random. Yeah. So now we're in a lot. Some of this was like late 2013, early 2014. So now we're in 2014 in July, 2014, Demi Lovato unfollows Selena Gomez and posts like a meme of her swimming and captions it, swimming away from your bullshit. Bye, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then in an interview, like a couple months later before that year was over, she was just like, I just think it's one of those things where people change and people grow apart. Like, I can't believe everybody read into it so much. And I hate when celebrities do this because I feel like all the time. Well, they know what they're doing. Like, they know what they're they doing. Do. They know They'll everything. They'll unfollow on- someone. And then they'll post something shady knowing that people look into that kind of stuff and are going to read into that kind of stuff. And then they'll come out and be like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Nothing is happening. We're fine. Yeah, I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're being watched. You know, if you want yeah. to follow a person, that's fine. You just don't post anything like real friends would never like leave you. Like what? We're, me and Selena are fine. What are you talking about? But at least yeah. Demi didn't deny it, you know? Exactly. Demi eventually refollowed Selena, and they were yeah, they were in their makeup era again. Again, <laughs> in in like 2015, like to like 2015 to like 2017, they were calling each other so strong because this was around like Selena Gomez's lupus diagnosis and her health issues, and they would just post and and talk about each other in interviews, saying how strong that they thought the other one was and that they were their inspiration and they were still vaguely supporting each other on social media. Selena wished Demi a happy birthday and was like, so thankful you were born. And it was again where they weren't like, I think they were even probably farther apart than they were. Yeah. The last time they sort of made up, but they obviously were still showing like a lot of care and support for each other. I remember at this time, it was a lot of back and forth of like, unfollowing refollowing and it was kind of annoying i know because like just but it seems like mind. demi is the only demi is the only one who that's the thing ever unfollowed yeah which is like again i think it's more demi, selena gomez knows how to play the game better than demi lovato does i think yeah of like because demi is just always very hard on their slave type of person yeah um, it seems. So in February 2018, Demi's mom <laughs> was asked about the friendship with Selena Gomez. And she was like, yeah, of course, they're still friends. They will always love each other. Nothing will ever come between them. 
November of that year, Demi unfollows Selena Gomez for the second time. Again. She also Again. unfollows Nick Jonas, Iggy Azalea. Not Iggy Azalea. <laughs> what did she do? Lots of people. Um, and I, I think a rep or like somebody that was close with Demi was just kind of like, she's in a cleansing era. She like has, this is part of her sobriety. Just, just flushing, like doing an unfollowing spree. She just has to, she's got to do what she's got to do. So here and while this time Selena and Taylor Swift are getting closer and closer. Exactly. And like, this is around- Selena Gomez is in the bad blood video. She was the second lead. Well, in the do bad you blood remember, video. do you remember when like it was like the explosive drama that happened about Taylor Swift and Kanye and Taylor Swift was on the phone with Kanye and kind of knew about the, yeah. like that and like Demi Lovato was like said something about Taylor Swift on social media to be like, why are we talking about this? Like basically like Taylor use your voice for important things. And like Selena Gomez was obviously defending Taylor Swift in her post. And it was like a whole, like for a while, Demi Lovato could not stand Taylor Swift. And that is a fact. Like way beyond yeah. the Selena and Demi stuff. Taylor Demi Lovato was not a fan of Taylor Swift because I think Demi Lovato for the longest time thought Taylor Swift was fake. And oh yeah. And in in bad news, Selena Gomez is a Swifty. Like and, and Demi She's Lovato, one of the biggest. <laughs> Selena Gomez is one of the biggest Swifties ever. And you know, it uh, this may be a hot take. Selena Gomez is like, I think loves being friends with Taylor Swift. And I think it's very a genuine. I think they, the two of them are genuine friends. Well, they're two of the most famous people in the world. And like, that's a shared experience that they can, that they have. But what I'm saying is I think Selena Gomez loves that. She's that the people know that her and Taylor Swift are so close. If that makes sense. What I'm saying. Well, yeah. Who, who wouldn't? Right. You know what I mean? Like I would have been like, yeah, Taylor Swift. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. (laughs) And like, who does Demi have? Not Iggy Azalea. (laughs) (laughs) She unfollowed. Not the Jonas brothers. And the Jonas brothers were on, were in Demi's corner. They they got, they were not, they, they were friends with Miley. At towards the end, they weren't friends with Selena. They always had Demi's back. They did. So what happened? So in April of 2020, Demi confirms that she is not friends with Selena Gomez, but she wishes her the best. Well, because she said basically the same thing that she said every single time she's ever been asked about this, and said, "When you grow up with somebody, you're always going to have love for them." But I'm not friends with her. I will always have love for her, and I wish everybody nothing but the best. Well, and because the comment came after Selena posted a supportive Instagram story following Lovato's Grammy's 2020 performance, it was like her first public appearance since her overdose, and. Selena Gomez said that she, she like talked to her in private, I believe. She go yeah, in six days after Demi was hospitalized, Selena Gomez told Elle that in what was her first and only time since publicly speaking about what happened with Demi. Uh, that she reached out personally. She said, I didn't do a public thing. I didn't want to. I love her. I've known her since I was seven. Confirming that I was seven. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's, <laughs> that's what I'll always say. Um, what I'll say. Um, and then Demi Lovato was like, mm, we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> don't support me in private and don't support me in public. We're not friends. Yeah. I don't know you. I think something went down that will never... I think Demi Lovato's like, you weren't there for me all the times I was there for you. That's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Yeah. It kind of seems like that was the way, even though, I mean, Selena Gomez may have just done what she could do and what she was able to do. But I mean, this is one of those things similar to what happened in Barcelona. We'll just never really know. Yeah. The the day. Um, Um, Most recently at the VMAs this year, Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift were sat together. So that friendship is still going strong. And didn't you say during Demi's performance that Selena was, like, on her phone? Yes. I will pull up the article that Entertainment Weekly wrote up. 
about this. During the most recent VMAs, Entertainment Weekly noticed Selena Gomez was not up and dancing, unlike Taylor Swift was when Demi Lovato performed. Yeah, Taylor was having a Taylor was having a great time. And guess what? After that performance, guess who refollowed Taylor Swift? Demi Lovato. Demi! And guess who did not? Guess who she did not refollow? Selena Gomez. So Demi Lovato's rousing rock melody at the VMAs brought the crowd to its feet, with one notable exception. Lovato's former Princess Protection Program and Barney and Friends co-star Selena Gomez posed for photographer during the performance, barely looking in the direction of the stage. I love how they fully wrote out former Princess Protection co-star and Barney co-star instead of just saying former bestie, like former bestie. Yeah, that's the that's why it's making headlines. It's not they like they had to hit a word count. It's not like they were co-stars. They were best friends. Yeah, exactly. And does this kind of remind you of Selena's falling falling in and out with her friend Francia who donated her kidney? <laughs> <laughs> the, with the following and the unfollowing, yes. Well, that's it's reminding me of that. Like that, Selena Gomez is yeah. like the only person I have in this industry as a true friend is Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. You're just like Taylor Swift is not your only friend. But the fun's not over yet. I had to bring to the table the most bizarre thing that almost that happened towards the tail end of this. When you <laughs> when you think Demi and Selena have no other ties to each other. Uh, think again. Think again. <laughs> think again. So, in 2020 and 2019, 2020, I guess, um, Demi Lovato got engaged to Max Elrich? Erich? Yeah. So anyway. Th- yeah, this was all in 2020 because they were they started dating in March 2020. They were engaged in July 2020, and they broke up two months later. So, this and is all very quickly. Do you also, did you also read that his tie to the Disney Channel world? Kenny Ortega? He was a dancer in High School Musical 3. He was? Yeah, he was. Dang. He was a principal dancer in High School he Musical He was? 3. I had no idea. No, not the cast of High School Musical getting into this. Yes, Mr. Big Fun. Because <laughs> you know he was in that number if he was a principal dancer. He, I'll have to look. I'll have to look. Big Fun. So. Anyway, was- it was not Big Fun when this happened. So fans on social media were fearing that Max was using Demi Lovato. They got engaged uh, like less than five months after dating. Yeah. And they pulled up his tweets and he's like, I'll read you some of the tweets. Before they met, Max would um, comment like five things on Demi Lovato's like, like, like a fan. Demi Lovato or Selena? Demi's. Oh. But at the same time, would like tweet, I'm going to marry Selena Gomez one day. I love Selena Gomez. Like would literally like, like tweets and be like Selena over Demi and yada, yada, yada. And Jeez. like, <laughs> I, yeah, I saw a bunch of him where he was like, she's my wife. Like, obsessed with her um and this was all this was all around the time that people allegedly found demi's finsta and half of it was making fun of selena gomez so yeah so let me let me try to find it real quick so this yeah this was in 2020 like demi lovato allegedly demi lovato's finsta leak showing that she truly is jealous and threatened by selena gomez um this is like and do you want to know what Allegedly, Selena, like, it's like pictures of Selena and her, and like, anyway. <laughs> Do you want to know what allegedly this finsta was called? What? Trauma Queen Forever. <laughs> so, and uh, allegedly, Sam Smith was following it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, I don't know how true that is. I who's to say? It could just be say, really? a burner. It could be anybody. But when these tweets were coming out, Max deleted his Twitter account, so there was like no going back to verify this. But Demi was coming out mad at all the journalism outlets, saying like, "Why are you talking about this and not talking about 
Black Lives Matter and all that kind of thing, which fair, fair. And, and good for her for using her platform to, to speak up on that. But it's also like there was no news at this time because everybody was inside. So like I, they were latch on, would latch on to anything. But yeah. she also claimed she claimed that a lot of the posts were faked, which I don't think they were. <laughs> I, I think I think um, what ended up happening between the two of them proved that it was probably real. <laughs> Um, his tweets, cause even yeah. like post breakup, like I remember news of him like going live and pretending to cry in the bathroom. Oh my god! And, like she broke my heart. Everyone's like, what? Like he'd be like, I'm on the set of a new movie, and like <laughs> I'm the lead of this new movie, and I keep getting distracted by all these tweets. I have to get through this scene. It's a big movie I'm on. Like, oh I have to feed God. these people's family. Like, every other sentence is like, I'm heartbroken, but, like, I'm also leading this movie that comes out April Um, that you guys should check it out. It won't be making it. I, like, it won't be edited together if we can't get this scene today. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you say Cloud Chaser? Cloud Chaser, he was, I Cloud think. Cloud Chaser. Well, that is kind of where the story ends for now. Um, for now. Not friends. This, this one keeps just, like... There will all, sort of like Miley and Selena, I think on a in a higher stakes level, they will always be intertwined. Demi exactly. and Selena always. The feud runs deep and it runs long and it's heavy, like heavy heavy topics. It's not just like the Cheetah Girls, where the three of them were on tour and, you know. And Raven wasn't. It was like, you know, Demi was going through some hard stuff. And I don't think Selena knew how to handle it. And then vice versa. And I don't yeah. think they just ever got back on the right path together as, like, friends. Um, And, you know, some people, I think, are better not as friends anymore. Exactly. I mean, if you if you grow apart, you grow apart. And I also think the brands are so they don't match up anymore you know what i mean but hey I yeah can be wrong. exactly I, would I, like to- I just i mean i feel like it just makes sense to be close at a point in time when you're a teenager mm-hmm. and then as you grow into being an adult not be close and with i'm sure close i'm sure anymore. if they weren't branded as best friends this would they, not have been as big of a deal as it no, was no it'd be like when yeah like there wouldn't be an article written that selena gomez was sitting at the vmas <laughs> they may have commented on no. it but it would just been like oh how funny two disney stars in the same room again it's like ooh, former friends like very like yeah. a public fallout um and what a strange thing that must be to like go through very normal trials and tribulations and falling out and growing up but have all of it be so blown up and followed by so many people yeah like i can't imagine people still blowing up the comments on a video of me from 10 years ago being like please be friends again <laughs> with like someone i know i'm never gonna you're like to. i don't have their number i exactly. don't i don't even know where they are you just wish them the best <laughs> so if we had to declare a winner of this feud oh you know Taylor- what i'm gonna say who I think you were about to say to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift? <laughs> yeah. She stays winning. She always stays winning. I mean, she got Selena. Selena is still winning for and, being friends with Taylor. And get and guess who's back on Good Graces with Demi Lovato? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So, damn you, Taylor. You got us again. Damn it, damn it, damn it. What about um most random player? Um, Barney. <laughs> Uh, I was going to say Iggy Azalea in Iggy. Demi Lovato's great unfollowing spree. Iggy Azalea, uh, Justin Bieber, because at the tail end, Selena and Justin Bieber got close. And, that, and there's that underlying, like, they were, Selena and Demi were friends when Justin Bieber got together, so she, know, she knows kind of all that stuff. Yeah. Um, I don't, High School Musical, like. The high, the high School Musical 3 cast. High School Musical 3? Who knew? Yeah. Um, I w- and Taylor Swift again. Um, 
But Taylor Swift won. Damn. Honorary Disney star. Honorary Swift. Disney star Taylor Swift. She did win. And, of course, how many frights did this give the House of Mouse, you think? I think maybe a bit of a scare, but nothing too serious because, I mean, they got their money's worth out of the Selena and Demi friendship while it was hot. Yeah. And the falling out of it all kind of happened while they were already somewhat distant from the channel. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to agree with you. I think there were, they were keeping a close eye on it. Because they, the ground was shaky, I think, by the time they were trying to promote Princess Protection Program. Um, they Things were still, already kind of starting to... I think, I think. Yeah. Um, but Demi and Selena had so many individual Disney projects going on that they were probably like, we don't have to do anything with them again together. Unlike when the Cheetah Girls had their falling out, Disney was like, well, crap. We still got a franchise. <laughs> Yeah. And people are falling out. So, you know, like, if this was the High School Musical cast, I think that it'll be, like, if this was, like, well, Ashley Tisdale and Vanessa Hudgens. next week it might be. <gasps> Ooh. Some High School Musical cast, but not this week. <laughs> but not this week. That's a little tease. Um, all right. To close it out, what is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is... Mind your P's and Q's when you're following and unfollowing people because you never know who's going to take notice. This is the third week in a row that you stole my Disney Channel lesson. Uh, I guess my Disney Channel lesson is... Um... Be... Um... I'm going to have it at the Disney Channel guys are calling to me and they're telling me that my lesson is... <laughs> If you're going to comment on a broken friendship, be bold like Demi Lovato was and say, ask Taylor. So, so true. So people can't read in between the lines. Just call it out. Call it like you see it. And the way she said it with the biggest, like, shit eating. <laughs> <word. laughs> ask Taylor. And that Demi Lovato smile that everyone knows. And the flip, the flip of her hair. <laughs> so much hair flipping in that one in the same music video. Good Lord. Oh, yeah. Also, can we talk about one of the same for a t- for just a smidge? A tiddlywink. That was brave for Selena Gomez to have a duet with Demi Lovato, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> You're not wrong. I love that they tried to put them both in kind of like the same rocker aesthetic, and like Selena's in that big tutu. Not saying Selena Gomez is a bad singer. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Demi Lovato is such a powerful singer. Yes, exactly. And Selena Gomez just doesn't have the oomph behind the vocals. When they get into the harmonies, you can you can tell. Yeah, because you know if Demi Lovato is going to be in the recording booth, she's going to scream. <laughs> and Selena likes to whisper. That's all I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, it's a fun song though. I, I like it for. It's fun, it and it's like if you listen back to the song, you're like, ah, remember the time that we saw like best friends on TV together, and that was yeah. the fun because you knew they were best friends. They were genuine best friends. It wasn't like, oh, look, it's. Miley and Lily. We knew Emily and Miley probably like they were best friends on TV, not in yeah. real life. But you knew watching Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez, they were best friends, were best friends. on and off screen. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Um, okay, Becca. If people want to see how you unfollow and refollow people, uh, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me unfollowing and refollowing on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo. It's Becca H E Y O. Becca's Records on TikTok, Becca Stogner on YouTube, or you can check out my other podcast, Youth Group Support, <laughs> Youth Group Survivor Support Group. Uh, and if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, H Cameron Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, uh, if you want to keep up to date on anything and everything about this podcast, uh, type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. All the social medias, you know them, you love them. Go ahead and check us out there. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. Leave us a leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you do, we will read your review on next time we record, and we'll show you the love right back. Uh, rate us five stars on Spotify if you're ever so kind, and talk to us on social media. We love talking to uh, every single one of you. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear because we want everyone to have so much fun listening to this because we have so much fun making it. Next week is the last week in the month of Frights Feuds. And like we kind of hinted at earlier, 
in the episode we will be getting into some high school musical territory something a little bit more recent and very very popular in the news and on the charts but like but like every cool every good thing what old what is old is new again exactly so so until next time we will see you later time travelers always buck your seatbelts Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.